Yeah, the perfect stranger. <laughs> I think about us. Yeah. And I think about the day I got a rat around your finger. I think about us. Yay. Come on now. Uh-huh. The sun was shining on you. Come on, ah, the Lord was smiling on me, uh-huh, and all was calling us, I had my mind made up, and I can't stop loving you, I can't help myself. And I can't get it over you No matter what I tell myself, baby Never thought I'd ever love anyone else Without a weakness I think about us Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Welcome to the After Dark! I know! I know y'all ain't hear me yet because I'm over here vibing. Without speaking, ha, I think about us. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, come on. I think about the love we have for our children. Ooh. I think about us. Yeah. Uh, I think about the way we laugh. Without a reason, I think about us, girl, yeah. mm. and there will be no more lies. Come on, somebody tell me why I feel like I'm dying. Mm. Lord, what's come over me? Oh, baby, can't you see? That I can't stop loving you. I can't stop love. I can't help myself. Oh, baby. And I can't. I can't get over you. And get over you. And no matter what I say. No matter what I say. No matter what I can't Stop loving you, girl. No matter how hard I try, and I can't. Yay. Uh huh. What'd they say, Kim? And I don't know why. <laughs> Sick. Think about us. Sick. Mm-hmm. You know, Kim get you on your feelings. Hey, man. He was going through some You know? Man. You know, because I just be like, man, damn. Imagine being in that studio when he made this. What? He was hurt. His, his, I believe his wife had just walked off because he had lost his job. Woo! And that's, that's what made him start singing. Hey. Yeah, it's a passion. Mm. Because yeah. I can't get over you. Hey. Come on. He was talking. Wow! Listen, whoever broke Kim Hart, man, you, you you are disrespectful. Okay, let's pause that real quick. No, but thank you. Though. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Listen, what's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast. And this is no episode. This ain't no damn episode. This is the After Dark. And no episode, no. Hey, no one's gotta know. No one's gotta know. They ain't gotta know. What's up, everybody, and welcome, welcome back to the uh, TLB After Dark Show, episode 53, I believe. We, we somewhere up in there. Um, we are live again here in the beautiful downtown Grand Rapids, and everything is very sunny. I have two, two amazing kings with me. One is outside the camera. One is actually on the camera. But you know, we're going to let you guys gas yourselves. Yeah, let right, the people man. know at home who you are. 
You feel me? Go ahead, Kelly. Miguel, you know, Miguel Gonzalez. I'm out here, Detroit native. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the one who brought out the Kim, you know. He to, did, he did. Pay tribute, you know. He did, he did. My grandmother. You feel me? We here though, we here though, my guy. What's going on, folks? My name is Deshaun. Uh, you know, I'm a bit of a nomad. I've been all over the place. <laughs> Born in Evansville, Indiana, you know. I okay. In, uh, we call Farmington Hills, Michigan. Okay. You know, but, you know, I've been all over the place. Okay. Welcome, welcome. I'm no problem, brothers. Well, welcome to the show. You feel me? This is your first time. You know what I'm saying? Welcome. We appreciate your your energy being here. You understand what I'm saying? Um, if you are listening right now, I appreciate everybody from listening all over the world. Uh Ukraine, UK, um, Indonesia, Australia, here in the United States. You know, we appreciate you for listening to us. Before we actually get into the show, let me shout out one of our sponsors. Uh, you know, of course, I gotta, you know, supporting friends is a must, you know what I'm saying? And, um, definitely wanted to shout out, uh, our ad partner, Miss A. Marie Beauty. You feel me? This is for all my queens out there that listen to the podcast. Now, listen, A. Marie Beauty got the beauty, you hear me? She got the lashes, all right? She is a certified and licensed lash technician. So, if you need them 3D lashes and 5D lashes, those mink lashes, or you just need some fucking lash glue. She got you. Make sure you go to amariebeauty.com. That's A M M to the A to the R I E Beauty.com. And listen, when you subscribe, you get 15% off your first order. Come on now, she giving y'all that quarantine special. You can't miss that. You feel what I'm saying? So make sure y'all go to A Marie Beauty. All my queens out there that need them lashes because I know it's summertime. Y'all need to be flapping them wings. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all need to be out here. You feel me? I know a lot of y'all are lashless. So let her lash you up. You feel what I'm saying? Listen, got two good brothers in the building right now. You know what I'm saying? And of course, it's the after dark. So, you know, we're just going to get a little, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <It's pretty good. laughs> Why? Why? Don't be scared. Don't be scared. This is the com- this is a comfortable space. We talk our shit. Shit gets talked. You know what I'm saying? We 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 just gonna talk shit. So where I want to start off first, um, I was watching the Joe Budden podcast, right? And um, one thing, one thing, and, and we were talking about this too. You know, just off the cuff, right? One thing that 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 really um, made me have a realization moment today was Joe was talking about like women. And men cooking, right? You know what I'm saying? Cooking in the house. And I got to a realization that in the eight, ten years that I've, you know, dibbled and dabbled in relationships and shit, I've never gotten cooked for. Never. Never. Did y'all eat out every time? You know, I was the cook. Okay. Or we ate out. That's still how it goes. That's literally still how it goes today. Can we can we emphasize, can, can we point out that eggs and sausage... Breakfast is not cooking. Can we can we emphasize that, please? Yes, yes. Can we can we put an emphasis on what do you that? You mean it's not cooking. If you over a stove, hey bro, no, don't do don't do that, D. How is that not cooking? Don't do that, D. Don't do that. <laughs> so you gon' so yo so okay, D. So your woman just gonna make you eggs and sausage every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Look, my energy comes from the fact that that's my specialty. Y'all trying to take it away from me. See, you put this on yourself. (laughs) See? He just out of his own self. See? That's my specialty. Look, I didn't say I can't cook nothing else, but you know what? I I prefer to get up in the morning and make a hot plate for breakfast. Like, that's the most important meal of the day. You know what I'm saying? And and here's the thing. I appreciate that. Right? I appreciate a woman that can cook breakfast. Right? I just come from a, a generation of women that knew how to cook everything, you know? Um, the ladies, the, 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 the women who raised me knew how to break a break a stove. You know, they knew how to break a cast iron skill. You know, they and, and, and when I mean break, I mean like literally cooking that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't have to season your food because the cast iron skillet was already seasoned. You understand what I'm saying? You feel me? It didn't need, you, you have to hand wash them bitches. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I, like I said, I was listening to Joe talk today, and I was I was talking to Mick today, and I was just like, bro, what the? And I was with my bro Cordell, and I was like, bro, I have never had a woman cook for me, and I mean cook for me. Like I come home, and there is a, a not a spread. I'm not talking about spread. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking spread. Don't spread it, 
because I know we all busy. But at least give me the basic chicken Alfredo when I come home. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying, Mick. That's all I want, right? Maybe a little fried chicken here and there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a little steak when I come home. A little steak. But listen, things are so easy nowadays that I just need you to cook the steak and do you a two, a 30-second uh, uh, mashed potatoes. All you got to do is boil the water, put some mash in the bowl, water, mash, whip it up, put some butter in Broccoli, steam that thing up in the microwave. Listen, you got a whole meal. I'm not asking you to break the stove. I'm asking you to cook for a nigga. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. Have, 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 have your women, you know what I'm saying, past, present, cook for you guys? Have y'all experienced that? Yeah, I've experienced uh, a woman cooking for me before, you know, and they, they, they whipped it up. You know, they, they, when we first started talking or whatever, mm-hmm. they were saying that, uh, you know, I can't cook, but Sick. I'm learn. You know, and I, it was cool because I didn't express that. And I think that's, that's something that we as men, we have to, we have to let them know first, like, you know, you all have your small talks when you first get into a relationship. Absolutely. The things you've been used to. Absolutely. Things not, you Absolutely. Know, the things you want out of the relationship. And I think it's, it's important to like kind of communicate those things. Like, right. like, you know, y'all talk about y'all future goals and stuff. Why not talk about, you know, who's going to cook, y'all going to share, y'all prefer to dine out, you know, because, you know, if I had a lot of people, like a lot that, of people, you know, I'll, yeah. go, I'll go out every single time, you know. But, oh, whatever. I can't do see, that. I think for me, man, if you expect a woman to cook for you, you got to be on the other side providing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Resources to just cook. Right, right. And, I mean, if, if I'm not doing that absolutely all the time, then I'm not expecting her to cook for me. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. So, you got to. The ex- and the expectations have to be, like you said, to the to the point. You have to give and take. Absolutely. I just feel like I'd be giving. Sounds like you need to uh, choose differently. That, that's why I'm single. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I cook for me. You de- Listen, you know, you realize at one point or another you have all these skills, right? My mom was a single mom. She taught me not to depend on a woman. You understand what I'm saying? So she gave me all, like, the skills and shit like that. Like, I can burn the kitchen. I don't need you. You understand what I'm saying? I don't need, I know how to cook a roast. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? I know how to burn that bitch and burn it well. <laughs> right? I know how to fuck that shit up. Don't. I know how to cook a Thanksgiving meal. I've done it. I don't need you. Right? I want to see what you're working with, though. I can prov- I can do all that. Provide, cook, clean, laundry, all that shit. I want to see what you got up in store for you. And if you just bringing me sausage and egg, if you just bringing me sausage and egg. Spice it up with some hash browns. Yeah. <laughs> if you spice it up, like, like, See, that's different though. Listen, just, man. The unseasoned—that's that's what I was talking about. I didn't want to offend nobody. I just don't make you like breakfast. That's the problem. You just ain't rocking with the breakfast. What's the omelet? I'm a shrimp and grits. Okay, well, that, what? See, see. Omelet. Now, a little spice. Listen, I'm if you, my breakfast goes <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I got my breakfast. Omelet shows effort. <laughs> I thought omelet in the stove or in the oven. Hey, see, but see, that's some shit though. If you can dominate one area of the food game and that's your area like if you say like okay i can't cook all the way but i can fuck a mean breakfast up if that's what you can do i want to see it i want to see you come with the crepes with the omelet you heard exactly you feel me like it's like a folded it's like a folded like a photo pancake where you just put some shit in it. It's the shit we had in Grand Valley. The ones that was downstairs. I've seen it. I've just never, yeah. I've never had it. Oh, it's, it's the real flat. Flat top. And, and then they, they fold it. it mm-hmm. stuff, yep. And then you just roll it up. And that's, I'm like, okay, if you can do that shit, I'm, I'm willing to compromise. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Because like I said, I don't need you. Right? I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, man. <laughs> That's the next level. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, once you listen, once you get to the point where you got sausage and eggs down, pancakes, waffles, all of that shit down, you you basically have the 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 basic properties of breakfast down. You know what I'm saying? Once you get to like the crepes and shit like that, like you don't have to cook dinner for me. I I can do that for us. You know what I'm saying? I can fuck up dinner. I like I can fuck I can fuck up all three. Like it sounds like you should do the cooking. That's the thing. I don't want to all the time. Okay. That's my thing. Okay. I don't want to all the time. And that's my problem. I am all the time. <laughs> like, 
And I get it because I can cook. I can throw down. I get it. Like, I'm a, I'm, I'm the one that's probably going, you know, damn, that's my baby. He can cook. Like, this nigga can throw down. He bringing home the bacon and making bacon. Damn. You know what you got to do? You got to teach him how to sizzle that bacon, dude. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. You know, get the little cuddle, the little cuddle over the grease. Right. Is it okay? Listen, I can. Hey, bro, I can. Listen, teaching teaching women how to cook is a lot. It's a lot. Well, teaching people how to cook is a lot. Growing up, my mom didn't cook, so that was an interesting Mm. experience. Mm. I didn't realize Right, because you said your dad was chefing yeah, it up. And my dad's from New Orleans, right? Right. And so he, my dad cooks. That Cajun. He, he don't just cook, he do desserts. He yeah, he, anything, like, he got anything. the whole spread down. Uh-huh. Right. And uh, when, uh, as my parents, my parents split up, right? Mm-hmm. And when my mom went by herself, she struggled. She was making spicy food, aren't she? Ah! Hey, my mom is okay with it. My mom laughs. My mama like, listen, she she know. But, uh, yeah, we can look back on it now, and I'm like, nah, look, you finally got the mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I do, I do. I, I'm so proud of myself. And First I'm of like, all, shout out, to my, shout, out, shout out to Miguel's mom for literally coming from the spicy corn to the pork chops. And fucking it up. You understand what I'm saying? To, to add on to what Miguel said earlier, um, if you start a restaurant, just throw Cajun in the name. I promise it will go crazy. Cajun, literally, Cajun will get it popping. There's no real like Cajun. I'll come check you. Oh, oh, you gotta check them. You gotta come. You gotta check them. You gotta sit here and check them because if if they don't if they if they don't come correct Miguel gonna because Miguel is low key from New Orleans that's what that's what a lot of people don't know that man is low key from he got that New Orleans flair so I, I knew something different about Miguel when I met this nigga five six years ago I was like this nigga's not from Detroit he was like yeah, man look, hell no you just not from the city like I know city niggas you understand what I'm saying you have city in you but there is another type of culture. That is divided within you. I'm like, there is something else. How you doing? Good. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Do you mind if I take a picture of you guys? Absolutely. Do you mind or don't mind? I don't take a picture. Oh, okay. Because I got a friend who wants to do that in the third ward. Oh, wow. So there's like Listen. Wi-Fi spots. Yes. So I told him that our downtown was part like that. So I wanted to show him pictures oh, of how yeah. it could be utilized. You know what I'm saying? Get my good side. You know, right here, I'm not sweating on this side. I'm sweating on this side. You know what I'm saying? Should we know you're taking a picture? Should we just... We just gonna keep going. Yeah. So, I want... If Miguel really sit here, and if if it's a Cajun spot out here, um, Miguel has to go because Miguel is really, like... He's, he's, he's different. You understand what I'm saying? I knew this man was different from the moment I met this man. I was like, where, are, where else are you from? You can't be from just Detroit, bro. I'm like, I knew this man was from somewhere down south because he just has a, a, a energy that comes from the south. When you know somebody from the south, it's just an energy. Like, they just different. That's southern love. It's that southern love. Like, you when you, you just got that. Like, when you come with love all the time and everybody else coming with just like, Ugh. Thank you. Yeah. you know, no problem. People from the city um, is not always you know, coming with love. You, you know, got to earn that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When not, you in Detroit, you know, that's... You gotta earn that city love. It's you know what I'm saying? Type Detroit versus everybody is a lifestyle. That yeah. you live in De- Detroit is just not a city. It's definitely a lifestyle. It is like <laughs> it's not a lifestyle that I'm accustomed to. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I love my city. Will die for my city. But mm. I just sick. No, I'll go hard for Detroit. You know what I'm saying? I'll, hell yeah, Detroit. Detroit. Detroit's my shit. You know what I'm saying? Detroit. Detroit is a um, Detroit and Florida are my are my. I don't claim Grand I don't claim this city. I don't. I don't. Everybody think that I'm from here, and I'll be like, let me let me let you know now that I was born in Altamont Springs, Florida, Orlando, Florida, and uh, I was raised in Detroit. I don't claim Grand Rapids. I like the connections and all the friendships that I build here in Grand Rapids and, the, and some of the people. But as a city, absolutely the fuck not. Damn, no. This is not the city that I want to live in, grow up in, get my kids in. No, sir. But you no. know what? Look, Grand Rapids has a lot of flaws, but they came really hard for this this movement. Listen. And much harder than I ever could have dreamed of. How did you, how do you, okay, this is a good question for you all. How do you feel when you see all of these white folks screaming Black Lives Matter out here and really protesting? Like, I mean, really protesting. Like, what, what, what is that feeling for y'all? Like, really, what is that feeling for y'all? Because I get confused, <laughs> right? 
I, I can't even lie to you. Like, I get confused. Me and Bert was talking about this when we was out Saturday. And we saw, when we saw the protests coming, we just looked and we were like, he was like, how do you feel, man? I was like, honestly, bro, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I was like, I'm, 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 on one hand, I'm glad. And I'm happy that I see basically a lot of white folks or white allies, if you want to call them, um, out here, you know, speaking on my behalf. But at the same time, it's like, where were you all this time? Um, why did it take now for you to get out your bubble? Uh, why? I, it's just a lot of questions. Absolutely, a lot of questions. That have that is just in my head right now. That I'm like, I just don't want this to be a trending topic. Yeah. I just don't want this to be a thing where y'all protest, y'all say y'all did something, and then y'all just go back to and revert back. You know what I'm saying? Revert back to your regular spaces because I see my black people out here. They they they've been working. They work. Every, we 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 we're activists all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have to be surviving. Is- that's that's our thing. You feel me? Like we've been doing that for years, for generations, for decades. So it's like when I see it out here specifically, and me being out here as long as I have been, I'm just like, um, you know how many black people have died, and I haven't seen y'all do one single protest. It took this one, like George Floyd took this one, Breonna Taylor. It took them two. Y'all ain't even say nothing about Amar Arbery. Let's be clear, but it took these two for y'all to act up like this. Okay. My first thought is it's about damn time (laughs) because it's not it's not just the us as it's not just a black people problem. It really is a white people problem. It is a it is a period address within themselves. Yeah, Uh, but at the same time, you know, it it does feel good to know that even if I want to just because it's it's tiring to constantly be fighting people and yelling and screaming. It's it's good to see white people out there doing the work that they really need to do. And it's young white people, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the younger crowd. I like that. I've seen some older people, too. And that that, that really stuck out to me. Even Same, We were bro. out here not, not even a couple of days ago. And yeah. we didn't, uh, wasn't expecting there to be a protest. But we were out here eating. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, there was an older, uh, older white couple, you know, just coming along with this sign. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, man. Oh, come on, Granny. Come on. Like, this... you, so, you feel me? Yeah. Granny out here like, black lives matter. I think what we appreciate more is... is it's not even the fact that the words that they use, but the action. Yeah. You know, the action is the most important thing translating. When you see a, a white person not just coming out here to just walk the walk, right. but when you see them picking up your brother, or when you see them, like, coming and approaching and be like, hey, man, I hope you have a good day. Like, like, um, not even saying I'm sorry. Cause, right. You know, that's not what we're looking for. We don't want you to be sorry. We just want you to understand. Fix we, we come up and just, like, be like, hey, man, how, how can we help? You know what? What you want us to do? I got you. Yeah. Like you see, like you know, I think that's what we really appreciate. Like even today, I was driving through the city and mm-hmm. I saw a couple of white folks at the park with, with honking, you're anti-racist. See what I'm saying? I, like I, it was, was like, like boom, 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 yeah, you know if, I mean? honestly, like, and two that's weeks later you care, and I think that's where I am with it. It's like I've seen a lot of people. My thing is I've seen a lot of people just do the the the, the, the social media, yeah, um, the black squares, you know, the black squares, and then I've seen, posts. and then I've seen a lot of people. Here's the one and here's, done. Here's the, oh, that's the worst. I've seen it. That's the crazy part. Like eye by eye, like I see you sitting here. That was that was almost a cop out. Take. A lot of people. I mean, like, taking a picture like boom, and then all right, we we out. We back to Whoa, what? Ah, oh, damn! Somebody get them. <laughs> somebody report them. Meanwhile, Y'all ain't shit. Meanwhile, you still haven't talked to a single black person. A single one. Year. I'm not even talking about your whole life. I'm talking about the past year. Like, but you ain't. But you got black friends out the ass though. How? How? But I do like it though. I was like, I had to process it a little bit because I was like. For so long, this city was just so damn comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Just so comfortable in this little bubble, not really worried about, you know, world problems. You know, nation nation problems, for real. Lost in the bubble. Yeah, it's man, that's what I was like, bruh. Nah, people didn't have to wake up. It took something. It, I'm glad it took Breonna Taylor and George Floyd to wake these to wake these motherfuckers up. Definitely rest in peace to our brother and our sister. Um, but I'm just like, I hope 
and I pray that the change will continue into next year and the year after. I just want consistency. And it's not like I need you protesting every fucking day, sitting here saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, saying their names. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, go ahead. You know, I don't. I, I personally don't need that. I just want to see your actions through those policy making, through those, through you voting, through you getting these politicians out of office who really don't care about not even black lives but human lives, um, and just want to see the green get in between. Really, I don't know. If, you know I, I think a lot of the most important work that white people, true white allies, need to do is at their own dinner tables, just talk, just, just addressing that. That hard conversation yes. that you have with those relatives yes. that they know yes. are problematic because for too long they just let them get away with it. Oh, you that's feel just how me? That's how they are. But I can't. I, we, <laughs> Something's we, gonna change. You, you change don't there. have to. And a lot of these young white people are our white allies are literally sitting here having those conversations. Yeah. And they, like man, their parents are getting upset. People are on Facebook telling on themselves. They getting upset. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I need some crazy comments from aunties and I'm like. And, Co-workers. Uh-oh. And... Hey, your auntie said this, bro. You you want me to tag you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, it is, it, is, it, is, it is very rewarding to see. It is great to see. I love it. Um, it it's, I, I, I love it. It's still confusing in a way to me, but I'm going to just take you with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? Just let it ride. You know? Um, nine to, let, me, let, me, let me ask y'all this. Because you, are you a nine to five or are you an entrepreneur? Uh, you know what? I am neither. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, so starting in August, oh. I'm, I'm going to start my first semester of medical school. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Medical so, school. Oh yeah, medical shit! Turn uh, up. Surgery in my future. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna... Nine to five or creative, my dog. Well, you more so in the middle. Absolutely. You're more so in the middle. Uh, you you know, I can't tap the one. You know. You you are you you everywhere. So. Let me let me let me break this down. So B Simone, y'all know y'all know who B Simone is, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We <laughs> talked about this last week. I'm, absolutely, I have, I have to get into it um, because I love to be Simone. B Simone is probably one of my favorite content creators. Um, she's been getting dragged as of late. You know, hate been, to see it. Hate this, don't you hate it? Hate to see it. Don't you hate it? Cause she's a queen. Absolutely. Got out the mud. You know, out the my baby was out the mud with it. You know, start too much. You, and I think she was and just a little did. bit. You know, she hit that. She hit that million. <laughs> that first you know, make you act different. You know, it make you act a little different. So, you know, she was saying like, listen, she doesn't think that a um, a nine to five dude could understand her entrepreneurship lifestyle. You know, you know what's interesting about that? I, I went ahead and re-listened to like. Her talking about that mm-hmm. uh, actually a couple days ago, and the more I thought about it, I, I understood what she was talking definitely, about. I just definitely. felt like the way she approached the, the way, way she, she approached it that, and the way she said because it. Because we all we all have our preferences. You know? Wasn't it though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her attitude was real condescending. It wasn't too, like those those nine to five people support your business. They the one that donate to you. Yeah, they they give you their money. You they the one that bought your book that you. Plagiarize. I understand you don't Sick. want somebody that works nine to five because you got to get up early. And Sick. Emails, you can't be dragging them. You can. Come on now. They're the ones that were probably writing your book Absolutely. that you plagiarized. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're, we're going to get into that in a minute. <laughs> but she she said that in... Nine to five dude could have helped her sire her sources. Actually, she did hire outside people, right? <laughs> Let's get into it, because at this point, um, so I've been talking about the Beast Simone probably for the last three weeks now. Like, she's been, in the, she's been in the news so much about it, and the thing about me is I watch you, right? I watch you thoroughly, very, very thoroughly. I watch you on YouTube, Instagram, any place that I can watch you because I fuck with you and I learn from you, both positively and negatively, I want to watch you. So when she was putting out her book, this is exactly what she said. No, no, no BS. This is a book from my journal, right? I've written, I, I have a, I, she keeps a journal. She's been writing for the last, I don't know how many years. She said she took that journal, right? I journal too. You take that journal and you created a book, 
Okay, in my mind, I'm like, bet. You took all the manifestations that you created, and boom, you created a book. Now, of course, you're going to have maybe an editor, maybe another writer. Definitely should be pure review. You know what I'm saying? Definitely pure fucking review, okay? And I'm like, all right, bet. You put out this book. This book is selling out, of course, because you're the manifestation queen. You manifested it come to life, right? So when this, this whole plagiarism thing came out, I was so upset with her and her team because I'm like, hold up. Now she said she, she made an apology. She was like, you know, uh, I take full accountability for what happened and, you know, thing, make uh, mistakes happen and everything like that. And I'm like, you're right. Mistakes do happen. That's fucking true. Absolutely. Here's where I'm about to get very critical of you, though. Um, one, you are the captain of your ship. You. You are the captain of your... You are the... You hold the brand. You hold the... Mer- like, everything comes through you. You are it. You are the head honcho. So if you wanted to create something, a book, by chance, that meant you had to sit here and up your game in study, in learning, in processing what needs to be done in order for you to get this book done. Like you said, there should have been editors in that room. There should have been somebody peer reviewing your book in that room. You should have been in that meeting, just like you on fucking Instagram and you baby girl and baby boy. Like, you should have been baby girl on that fucking book. You should have been baby boy on that goddamn book. But see, shit like this happens because I don't think you have all your T's crossed or your I's dotted. Neither one. So my thing is, when you are the captain of your ship and you are wanting to create more, you have to sometimes be still and learn. This is your first book, baby. That takes a lot of humbling. Especially if you have that title, I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. This is your baby. You have to to sit there and mold it. As, as you envision exactly. it, you, know, you, can't, you can't let people play with your vision. Exactly. And you shouldn't you shouldn't force things, you know? Exactly. And so it, it just shows like your character your character when you allow something to be rushed. Yes. And you don't see it through your way because that's that's why you have those gifts Stop and, rushing. and stuff, you know? If you would have just rushed and just throw out some stuff, you know, who would it tell like if people were like can listen to it? Oh absolutely not. Just because you stay true to yourself that you are now here. 200 some episodes on all your different platforms, yeah, you know? You feel me? You know? Like, so, I don't... Oh, wait, my bad. To what extent is... Was the plagiarism, like... Um, so, basically, what... what she still had whole ideas, or... She was yeah, still... It was, it was not only that. It was, like, written shit that other content creators wrote on Nablo. You understand what oh, I'm saying? It was like... People. It was like her, her team was grabbing things, I guess, from other people's content. And what had happened was another content creator and I believe blog writer hit her up in the DMs or posted on Instagram and said, this is word for, I bought B. Simone's book, word for word verbatim. Boom, this is her book. This is my content. She literally took from my shit. And it's like, oh, look, when another content creator owns their own shit, that's, that's fucking plagiarism to the T, especially when you're writing personally. Bruh, how do you? My thing is, your team need to be fired. Fired! We could at least quote it. I mean something. At least give credit to the content creators that you're you're ripping off or some shit. That definitely causes them to hurt character in the question because... Because now people are looking at you and like, okay, I the, the potential of not working with you, I don't want to. And now the people that are working with you are now looking at you sideways. You understand what I'm saying? Like people... people. B. Simone's character has been great up until, up until this point. So I think she was, I believe she's going to land on her feet and she's going to be great. But the thing is, this was a heavy blow to you. This was a heavy, heavy, heavy blow. The thing about B. Simone is she loves to rush into things. She loves to rush into it. And I'm like, okay, baby, you got to. <laughs> and it's not just B. Simone. It's a lot of these content creators, male or female, period, who are just looking for the check now. I gotta get it and I'm like everybody will ask me like bro why are you not doing this why are you not doing that why are you not because I have to wait everything is not for me right if I rush into this this may be some fucking detrimental shit to my brand 
to my business, to what I have going on, and that I will not risk my shit for. I don't care how big the bag looks. If it ain't feeling, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not about to sit here and risk my shit, right? Because you want longevity. You just don't want to be fucking popping and be famous. And then after, because she's been going for what, two, three years now? You can you can lose all of that. So fast. The, the, so the fast. quicker you got it is the, nigga, a million dollars can go like that in a day. She could she could spend that in a day. She, I know she can. You made it in a day and you will spend it after about four hours. So you created this brand that took maybe four, five years to create and you can lose it just like that because you decided not to take the time to ask questions. You decided not to take the time. You didn't decide to take time. That's the problem. You didn't decide to take the time to sit here and make sure everything, all your T's were uh, crossed and all your I's were dotted. You have to. As an entrepreneur, you have to. You cannot sit here and rush. I said, I will always be patient. I don't give a fuck how much you get mad at me. I don't give a fuck how much you sit here and say, bro, you got to do this. You got to. No. Because it's not time yet. God is going to let me know when time. And it's so crazy how she how she sit here and be like, God got me. No. Girl, shut up. <laughs> Work without faith is fucking dead. How the hell God going to get you when you fucking up? Explain that shit to me. So, how did she respond to the? Oh, you know how she responded to it. She put up a, a, a video on Instagram, of course, and she was like, "I can't talk about any specifics, but you know, just saying like she's taking accountability for everything, and you know, I'm the head honcho, my team, my team, my team." I made a tweet, and I said to all you influencers out here, "Who's your team? Do you have a team?" is your team solid because a lot of y'all have y'all teams and your teams need to get fucking fired including b simone and this is not just to be simone this is to every social media influencer that feels as though they have a team that's solid you need to check their credentials i don't give a fuck if they're friends family whatever you need to check their credentials the fact that you took your book to a to a bunch of content creators this is a book, baby. This ain't no fucking composition. This ain't something you just write. That was your journal. You want to turn it into a book? That means you're going to have... Why is your manager not making sure that shit is right? I get that your manager has mad people that she's managing. But why is this over... This is what I'm saying. Sounds like she need more nine to fives in her life. Hell, come on now. You need one. Because obviously you'll be solid. Everybody on your team... Here's the thing. Everybody on, your, on her team wants to be an entrepreneur. They want to be popping on Instagram because they see her popping. Her family's, you know, her sister that's on there. They want to be popping and everything like that. And it's not to say, like, they can't be popping. But if they are part of your brand, if they are true to the B. Simone brand, they're there to help the B. Simone brand. The brand. The brand. Not you. The brand. So the brand of B. Simone, not B. Simone the person because it's bigger than, listen, it's bigger than me. THC, the brand, is bigger than Tyronza Hicks. Like, I, no. You know, I think that something that people don't truly understand until they get, I don't know if it's like media training mm-hmm. or they get around some other professionals, but you know, if you just go from making Instagram videos to YouTube videos, like, everyday people off the streets don't really understand the concept of a brand. Right, you know right. What I mean, they think, oh, I'm just making this video right. I'm getting some money off of it, but you truly become you become yourself. You are a walking brand. Every last one of us who creates something, when we create our own, we are a walking brand. So once y'all decide y'all want to create your own, y'all are walking brands now. You feel me? People are looking at y'all like, oh man, what you got going on? What you got going on? You got a business card? Boom, 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 boom. You're a walking brand. I'm a walking brand. Yeah, because your brand, you know, brand is the perspective that someone has of you or a particular exactly, product exactly. without even seeing it. What is the first thing that comes to mind when they when they hear the words be some more? Right? And, and Baby boy! <laughs> if you yourself you want, then, you know... You know? And she and she's... and she's, Here's the thing. Be Simone is super talented. She is a rapper. She can so rap like a map. She, she She's not... No, it's not an accident that she blew oh, up. She... Bruh, she's on wildin'. Now you have a lot talented. of shit. You're mad talented. The thing about it is, you're gonna have to fire some of your team. 
That's the problem. Take accountability. And just put it on exactly, you exactly, exactly. You gotta learn from Twitter them. Don't forget. You know Twitter don't. The internet don't give a fuck. They oh, they remember what yeah, the fuck you did. Know. That's why she getting dragged right now. You feel me? And it's like, baby, you have to understand. You cannot rush. Things cannot be rushed when you are an entrepreneur. Like a, a lot of us want to be on the move, right? A lot of us want to. Hell, I want to move. You feel me? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, am I rushing? Even if I'm still sitting here after this, am I rushing? I want to move. I want to do things when it's time, when it's ready, when I know it's time, when God tells me when it's time. And I know she's really, really faith-based and very manifestation, but sometimes, baby, you got to listen to God. You understand what I'm saying? Stop telling God what you want and start listening. You have to start listening. Once you pray, shut the fuck up and listen. What's the, what's the saying? This uh, right to check that your ass can't cash. You feel, she, I she, almost feel like she kind of so, oversold herself. She trying to did, kind of did, and you know, and she wasn't quite ready. She was at least that she. Nah, no, no, because she sold a lot. She sold a lot. You know because what I'm saying? Popular don't mean you Oh, just because you're popular don't mean you perfect. Oh, that's a bar. That's a bar. Come on, man. That's a bar. Bio, you feel me? Just because you're popular don't mean you're perfect. And B, we love you over here. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. This is all I love coming from me. Because I watch you every day. Baby girl TV. You feel me? I watch you on the tube. So it's like I know I I've seen you over the past three, four years grow your brand. You went from like six hundred and fifty thousand followers. I remember you looking like a Leah in your in your profile picture at first. You feel me? And now you are this big media mogul star and shit. And you have to understand, like, when you elevate into different arenas, you got to elevate the mind. You got to elevate the mind. And sometimes that means taking a break. That means sitting down, really assessing who's going to go into the next level with you. Because, you feel me? Because you... Ain't that, that hurts, sick? That hurts feelings. That hurt. That hurts your feelings, and that hurts other people's feelings. But it's like, listen, this is not for personal. This is for business, and and a lot of people. And this is why it's so hard to incorporate friends and family into your team because personal gets into the business. I was just about to ask, how do you feel about you know putting, putting your team on? You know, what's, what's um, like, well, here's the thing. We look at Megan Stallion. I mean, well, no, you good. Megan Stallion. She has a best friend with her. You, know, you feel me? doing his thing you know he you feel me she's, she's always popping popping you know? but then he got his own shit right makeup i think he's a makeup artist right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he got his like off of megan he's been fucking up the whole game now he got max like and megan like baby go do your shit fuck it up best friend you feel me go go do your shit but he made sure he never steps his never steps the boundaries make sure that yo is this cool meg I'm going to go, you know, do it. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all might not have no thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you no, know, I'm going to go do Nikki hair. You know what I'm saying? Cardi hair. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 yeah. But it's, yeah, not everybody's cut from that cloth. That's true. You know, some people, they, that's they, true. they see you pop and they start hating. Mm. Is it our job to train them? Or do we just have to let them figure that on their own? I think, I think at that point, it is your, it's your duty. Once you get on, it is your duty to give people an opportunity. Once you give them the opportunity, that's all you need to do, right? Because now you've done what you needed to do. You gave them the opportunity. Now, on them is whether they want to take that opportunity or not. They don't want to take that opportunity. Opportunity to learn or opportunity to just do? Both. Both. All of it. All of it. Like, when I give you the opportunity, I'm giving you all of it. I'm giving you the opportunity to learn from what the fuck I'm doing. I'm getting the opportunity for you to sit here and 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 actually experience what i'm doing i'm giving you the opportunity if you're not taking advantage of that opportunity and you're just sitting here laying down being lazy on some bullshit you gotta go okay on on that same note you know i look at people like drake who's obviously one of the biggest celebrities of our generation um and then he has a guy named i want to say bigs Mm-hmm. I don't know. His, one of his homies who's always in his entourage mm-hmm. and all of his videos, you know, he's right there, right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. He don't have his own business per se, but at the same time, he's riding with, dying with Drake. And I think not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur that, per se. But you know what I mean? Like, you just, 
there's something about having somebody loyal next and to I'm you. good with that you know what I mean like, and man, I'm so good with that if you can take care of somebody all you need is that loyalty and a lot of people don't come in with that mindset when okay. when when your friend gets to a place of poppage everybody wants to have their own thing off of you and it's like to your point Drake and a lot of other artists have those loyal chubs that's what his name is he just he just he just rocks you like I got you Whatever you need, I got you. Don't he worry keep about it. Licky on him, just in case. You know he got to keep the nine. <laughs> you know, you know he got to keep the nine. Cause I got you. Like, it, it, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no thing. And I bet you Drake take good care of him. And that's the thing. You take good care of people that take good care of you. You understand what I'm saying? Like when they take care of you out of just the kindness of your, out they heart. When they know you sitting here struggling and shit like that, you take care of those people in the long run. You know, when they there for the long haul, the long run, they going to be there for you forever. And for me, when I look at B. Simone's team, or a lot of these influencers' teams, it's like, I just think you have a lot of moochers around you. You know what I'm saying? You really have to assess who is really going to up, going to go with you to the next level because nobody, nobody, I don't want to say nobody, but a lot of people can't go to that next level yet because they don't, they're not even at their level yet. They're not even at that level yet. And as much as you want to push them and pull them and carry them up, some of them be dead weight. And you have to understand, like, listen, you might have to hurt of some feelings. I had to hurt feelings early, so I don't mind it. Me personally, I had to hurt a lot of feelings early. So for me, it's like, I don't mind hurting your feelings. I told people when I started this shit, not everybody about to be on the podcast, friends or family. Not everybody about to be on the team, friends or family. Why? Because a lot of y'all are not on my level yet. A lot of y'all are not trustworthy. A lot of y'all will put my shit under the whole, absolutely the fuck not. I will beat your ass and kill you. I don't give a fuck if you family, friends, or not. I will fucking kill somebody over this. I've built too much, done too much, cried too much, sat here and put out too much content, did too much business, had too many sponsors, and continuing to sit here and let your stupid ass fuck up what the hell I got going on. No. It ain't about to happen. Love you. Love you. See you at the family reunion. Absolutely. You want some barbecue? <laughs> I bring some slabs for you. But you're just not working for me. You feel what I'm saying? I can't do it until you grow. And I can only grow you to a certain level. Right? Even if I do bring you on just because I'm like, you know what? Let me see how this work out. And if you still not doing the same, I gotta, I gotta let you go. I got to because you're not growing even when I'm trying to, trying to push you to grow. A lot of people are not gonna see their potential until you really sit there and tell them straight, like, yo, you can't stop it. You got about six months in my house. After those six months, if you can't find nowhere to be, you got to be out by me. <laughs> That's bar. Like I gotta throw your ass out because you haven't done anything. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like you 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 gotta continue being stop being so fucking nice. You gotta be uncomfortable. These people gotta learn how to be uncomfortable, man. I love being uncomfortable. Stuff, man, I love that being is uncomfortable. Horrible. It you is. Know? We all wanna have a nice house, wanna have a nice life and stuff, but we have to understand we not I took this from you. We are not here to live a comfortable life. Like we we are here to adjust yep. and adapt. Yep. You know, every day is supposed to be not necessarily a crime, but yeah. you got to think, man. You got to. You can't just sit here and expect yeah, things to just happen for you. If you don't put yourself in a crazy position Definitely. to try to learn something, Definitely. you're not going to learn nothing. Definitely. You know? I, I just sit there and be like, I love being uncomfortable. Yeah. I've, been, I've been uncomfortable for the last eight years. And I've adjusted, shifted, done everything that I could do. I said I was a nomad in the beginning. You feel me? I've been uncomfortable my whole life. You feel me? Because I don't even know what comfortability is. I think like what is, is that? I like when I see comfortable. Listen, it's a fat L. <laughs> you know, you get comfortable and you like. Yeah, you get you get kind of complacent. Ugh. I don't it's like, like a, that. Ugh, I, I this in my room. this feels ugly. I don't like this. I need to be uncomfortable. Like you just. I don't like this shit. Like I hate. I I don't personally like being comfortable because you lose a lot of shit. Like you lose sight of a lot of shit. Like you know, you had a big house or you have a comfortable house. You have a know comfortable car you have you have everything what the american dream or what your dream was and now it's like i think you 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 don't think you can and i'm like at any moment it could be 
No, I've experienced that. I've seen how my mama could went from like having what she deemed was comfortable to just everything gone within like three months. And I'm like, I've seen it. We've been uncomfortable. We, we, you know what I'm saying? Like we had to adjust. We had to shift. We had to do all of this stuff. So being uncomfortable is natural to me. It's comfortable to me. Being uncomfortable is comfortable. So when I see people that are just comfortable, I'm like, oh, okay. Not gonna, I'm not going to knock on your parade, but you know, that's cool. That's on you. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's, it's just like, I just need people to understand that uh, comfortable with the... Oh man, the skater dudes are rolling through. I was like, what the hell is this noise that's coming through this shit? Because everything, everything is amplified in my headphones. So I'm just like, what is this loud ass rolling down the hill type shit? I'm thinking the police is coming and shit like that. I don't even know. I mean, going back to like that, the whole Be Simone kind of scandal, I think her problem was she had this team, right? Who was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's just say... If she started in the D League, yep. she had some D League thinkers around her, mm, big facts. and they didn't realize that B. Simone's vision was going to take her to the A League pro level. Literally, she's and, an All Star. An All Star, damn near, yeah. And, and the mistakes that they made can't be made on that level. Yeah, they can't, and that's kind they of can't. like people dig that stuff up. Like people are actually going to read this book. People have read the book. Like, there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, I like this book," but not a lot of people actually read. Took pictures and said, "Click, click, click." Oh hell no! Click, click, click. And what? That level, people are reading your stuff. And you feel me? Like when you get to that all star A list level, like she's not a she's not a B lister no more. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to understand what level you are. You are not just a social media influencer. You are a celebrity out here in these streets now. People know your name. That's even for small brands too, because yes, like you yourself, like you said, we are all a brand. Yes, we care if you influence, we all know somebody. Yes, whether it be five, ten, fifteen people, or a couple hundred. You yes, know, like we all know somebody, and you have to be more conscious of the image that you portray. Like if you care about yourself, right, you don't right, care about the image that you portray, because you know we all here just trying to, you know, better. If you say you are here trying to better yourself, then. How you gonna do that if you don't care about how what you do or, you feel or the me? things that you touch? You know. Like, I think some of the best advice I ever got in my life was it was, just, it was don't dress for the position you're at now. Dress for the position you want to be. Period. And that, so that he, shit again. Bro. That was okay. So he said, don't dress for the position you're in now. Yep. Dress for the position you want to be. Period. And I mean, he was talking obviously about clothes, mm-hmm. but I think that can kind of transfer to a lot of ideas in life. Like that if you want your brand to be at this status, you want to create it at that status. Exactly, you know I mean? exactly. You make moves at that status. You, people that are really writing books, they're not stealing ideas from people. Hello. And they're they quoting are, them, they're, B. They're citing their sources. Jesus. Come on now. Like I don't know how the hell you this. didn't quote. Girl, that's a basic 12th grade shit. That's why I was mad at how the hell you didn't quote nobody. That is some basic 11th grade AP. Yeah, if she would have simply said... AP writing yeah, shit, like y'all. One of my favorite content creators said this. That, one of my one favorite of my, said that. But that's the problem with influencers, bro. As I've been... As, as, as I've been literally... Like, I got my master's in mass communication and media studies. As I've literally been studying how influencers work, the one thing that they do not do when you get to a level of influence, they hate sharing other people's shit they hate it they hate certain like you check out you check out an influencer who may have 150,000 followers they'll share your shit once you get to 500,000 it's a wrap but I mean which right people want to you want to pay people. absolutely you want to pay people if you, right if you're looking for a service absolutely pay, pay you got to pay the service pay the woman. but at the same time these are creators that you got your shit from. You're writing a book. It's 11th grade AP knowledge for you to cite and quote your sources. I don't give a fuck who you got it from. You could have got it from my blog. Could have got it from my girl's blog. Don't matter. But you did not even do that because you thought it was on the internet and it's free game. (laughs) Let you know that everything ain't on the internet is free game. Because once you get it from a website, somebody else's website, that's fucking plagiarism. They own that. Once they own their brand, they own that. 
And I'm like, how do you miss that? How do you miss citing sources? I'm not about to write a book and Miguel tell me something that I just say that shit verbatim and he reads it. The fuck, nigga? Hold up. Hey, 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 bro. Uh, uh, I said all of this in the book. Nah, my lawyer That's like you. us going into the studio, we doing a little freestyle, and then I, I go ahead and release a song a week later. Yeah. Your verses. <laughs> because you just thought it was a freestyle, and I was like, shit. Let me, let me just put this shit out. He was fired. Like, <laughs> damn, nigga, you didn't. Nah, in, in that moment, I would have been like, all right, boom. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have cared. But it's just like, dog. But to that point, though, like, you have a verse, you have a freestyle, you go in the booth. You're not just about to release that shit without somebody's permission. You have to get that permission. Uh, has she said anything about her reading her own book? That's I'm curious about That's this. the I'm thing, bro. That's the thing, bro. A lot of content creators and a lot of influencers do not sit here and look back at their old work. Because Trevor Noah, everybody he interviews, he reads. That man read everybody's book. You feel me? He has to. And that's why I love Trevor. That's my dog. Like, like page 35, you said Trevor is your dog. Man. Like, Bro, he had D.L. Hughley on the uh, show. Him and Charlemagne, they be reading, man. That's why I love Charlemagne, bro. Everybody hates Charlemagne. I'm like, why y'all hate my man? That's my guy. Charlemagne, he all right. You respect. He's good. Black yeah, Privilege yeah. was a good book. Shout out Charlemagne. But Black Privilege time, was a book. He, some of his takes, man, they just drive me crazy. Like, I feel like he tries so hard just That's to stir say, people up. You don't have to love him. Is that his whole brand? I love it. Is that his brand just <laughs> to stir it up? Hey, because you know what? Honestly, bro. Radio has gotten a little weak in stirring up the pot, right? It was a it was a time where in the '90s, radio and media, everybody stirred that bitch. I mean, the pot was stirred all the time. The 2000s is when everybody was like real subtle with it. That nigga Charlemagne, ever since he got on the radio, stirred the pot, and literally kept doing it because it wasn't like, and it wasn't stirring the pot to sit here and be like, oh, um, well, I'm being disrespectful. No, I'm just asking questions that have been asked, just not on the on the fucking mic. So now that I'm bringing these questions to the mic, oh, now I'm throwing the pot and shit. Oh man, oh man, no, but it's just him, him doing his job. He's here to set in the streets, nigga. Once you hear from like two or three other people out in the streets, oh shit, I'm putting this shit on the pot. I don't give a fuck. Good I don't give a fuck. Like, listen, I'm gonna ask you the question. I'm like, I may not ask you the question like Charlemagne, just blatantly out there. You know, I'm going to get you a little comfortable and then ask you. We all thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. And that's what Charlemagne really did for me. Like, he made me understand, like, yo, everybody's thinking what you're about to ask. Everybody. That brings us back to this whole protest, man. We all know that there's injustice. It's just some people want to address it. Like and we people, can, we can all see, like, man. People act a little dumb, like, like they not, like they not the intelligent. That professor who was, was like questioning people. Okay. She was like, she was like, oh, uh, how would you feel? She's like, raise Dr. your hand if you would, if you could be black in America. Nobody raised their hand. hand. And she was like, why do you think that is? She was like, because you know there's something different. And she was like, that was in the nineties. Okay, in the and still relevant to this fucking day. Shout out to Jane, with, man. With the whole conversation we're having now, you know. I watched the movie Ali last night. Mm. Shout out Will Smith. Mm -hmm. He did a great job. Interesting movie. Definitely. Um, And it's just so crazy to see the same issues bubbling up today that were in the 60s, man. That's 50 years ago. You feel me? We haven't haven't addressed this. We haven't addressed it. We haven't sat here and actually healed the wounds. We haven't sat here and there's an avalanche that's coming down. And it's just like, it keep coming. Because no, we we have not really addressed and the work is not being, the work is not done yet. It's not, not, not it's not being done, but it's not done yet. And then that's, I guess that's my question to all the white people in the audience is that, have y'all not been paying attention throughout time? You don't realize that these things keep coming up. Everybody wants to argue, oh, all lives matter, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is like always, we're going to mm-hmm. figure out a way to reverse the mm-hmm. argument and make them feel like they're crazy, gaslight them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Come on, now keeps bubbling up. Eventually, if you don't want everything to actually burn down, you gotta really <laughs> get real. Hey, man. Because these... obviously, it's not gonna stop. Oh no, 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 no. People want to keep silencing the movement, but it's not gonna stop. Shout out to my my uh, people from Asia Minor from that region for uh-huh. for supporting as well. Because you know we all gotta support each other. I feel like there's a lot of like other people besides the Caucasian people who are. Who's keeping silent, you know? Absolutely. And I brought this up to a friend not too, not too long ago. A lot of POCs. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of 
prejudice and, and hatred towards not just black people, but there's a lot of hatred and prejudice towards the rest of the world. And it's like, okay, you don't want to support, you don't want to support us, but what happens when it's time for us to support you? Mm. If, if you want that same energy, you have to show that that you care. You yeah. know, if you truly care about like people loving on each other, then you can't just do that for yourself. Come on, gay. Like you see all the issues going on in Asia, and India, yeah. and Africa, yep. and all over the world. You know, like when Paris had its issues, you know, we came out of support. You know? Paris is quick to burn something down. Yeah, I tell you, the French they don't play. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they quick to. They be turn like, the city upside down. They be now. like, what? Oh, the crazy thing is, I just seen a video where some French, um, some French officers are protesting because they cannot and and can't make this up, y'all. I really can't make this up. So when you hear this, I'm sorry. Um, they're protesting because they can't put black people in a chokehold. Can't make this up. I, I can't make this up, y'all. French officers are protesting because they can't put black people in a choco. Mm. That's that's the world we live in. Like people are really upset because they can't hurt us. They can't. There are there are laws now getting made to not hurt us. And now people's true colors are soaring. And I'm just sitting back, just sitting here eating popcorn. Like, yep, yep. While you protesting, little Sally Mae. Your uncle out here sitting here not even liking this shit that you protest. So I think y'all need to sit here and have a conversation while I just sit here. You feel me? Goes right back to the dinner table. We having cold turkey tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stouffer's, nigga. Stouffer's. I ain't cooking today. You're getting these apples. I'm sick of it. Hey, man. Fellas, y'all got any last thoughts before we get out of here? So, <laughs> so many. Man, you know, I just think people are naturally going to be tribal. Yep. It's the beginning of time. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's, we, we go back in time, we see the same issues constantly bubble up, constantly bubble up. And it's clear to me that some people just don't want to address it. And I don't know if they're going to. So, you know what? We had some pictures of UFOs surfacing during the middle of all this mess. Yeah, that's wild. And I think, yes, it took a turn. But I think... Until we get some aliens come in to attack us, things are not going to change. Mm, is that what it is? We got to unify against it. Does the alien force. have to come down to Grand Rapids and shoot a beam down yeah. the guy? Then eventually Woo! it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, eventually it's, it's oh, not going to be man, that's going to be crazy. The majority is going to be, be us versus them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's gonna be World War Z around this bitch. What you what you got, Miguel? What's your last thoughts around this bitch? Man, I don't know. It just it makes me think about. So you know, I was telling you, I'm not gonna put a lot of my business out there, but I'm trying to form a, a organization right now. It just makes me think about how I have to be accountable, like really accountable, and have have to really just set out my goals and lay them out, mm-hmm. and have to understand like each time I take a new step and in my mission, I have to really evaluate. Absolutely. Everything around me, each and, each and every step. You know, Absolutely. I have to understand, like, okay, I have these people around me with advantage, disadvantages. You know, are these people in the right place at this step? Absolutely. Are they going to be in the right place in the next step? Do yep. I need to move some pieces around? Do I need to take a step back? Right. You know, and um, that's that's it. it just puts me in a place of reflection. You know, trying to understand what's going on as far as the use of mind. And um, thing about this whole uh, injustice thing, man. You know. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. Always constantly in their heads. It's a lot. But we have to go through life like it's not always. Like it's life. not even a thing. And that's the confusion that I have in my heart. It's like I have to continuously go through life like this and still think about everything while thinking about everything that I have going on personally. You understand what I'm saying? So, fellas, I appreciate y'all for coming on. You know what I'm saying? No, I appreciate this love, love. No problem. Should no I problem. play some more channels? Absolutely. Okay. Before, well, before, hold on. Before we, before we get into that, let me, um, let me, let me, let me, let me, get outro out. <laughs> uh, outro out real quick. All right, y'all. Listen, we out of here. Make sure y'all um, follow us on all platforms. You feel me? I'm on Instagram. T O B double underscore podcast. That's T O B double underscore P O D C A S T podcast. You feel me? Go follow me on the Instagram. And uh, on the Twitters and all the Facebooks and shit like that. You know, you can listen to us, listen to me 
everywhere. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Twitter Radio, uh, Castbox, Overcast. We're on all streaming uh, podcast platforms. You can stream me on my uh, website at www.tyronzahicks.com forward slash the opinionated brother. Uh, if you would like to um, become an ad partner, you can do that too. Everything is on my website. Um, hit the uh, ad partner tab and then fill out the form and I'll get back to you in about two business days. If you would like to donate to the podcast, to the, our network, you can as well. Like I said, everything is on my website. All right, guys, we're out of here. Peace, love, air grease. Have it out. Love y'all. Yes, sir. We got to end it like this. Got to end it with some camp. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's broken. Hey. When you're rolling right, it's like to rest, babe. You never open your heart to anyone else. You say, hey, okay. And your life. Don't be texting me. <laughs> What'd you say? The text came. <laughs> Too